You're listening to episode 47 of the Thriving Mom podcast. Today, we're talking about how you can redefine your style in motherhood. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Welcome back, friends. How are you? It's getting so cold in Yellowknife, and I can feel my body start to cry. I know fall is my favorite season of the year, but the cold weather is just making me rethink this love for fall. Okay, I'm really excited about today's podcast episode because I've been thinking about this for quite a while, and I think it just suits very well or it fits very well with our topic for the month of September, which is all about decluttering. So I have a question for you. At what point did you decide that your style doesn't matter? I want you to think about that for a sec. And if you're like most moms, it's probably after you became a mom. Maybe not after the first child. Maybe if you have multiple kids, it might have been after the second or the third. (laughs) Right? It's like somewhere in between. I can't wait for this baby to come. And the moment the baby arrives, a part of us that cared about taking care of ourselves just got lost. And so many of us are quick to get back there. But for some of us, it's a struggle, especially if you had maybe complications during or after your pregnancy. You may have been through some form of depression or some other kind of life challenge, right? It's a struggle. You are trying to run after kids You're trying to take care of yourself and everything else. And you just end up with a closet full of clothes. And sometimes we don't even recognize who we are or what we're wearing. And if this is you, this podcast is for you. I'm totally there with you. And as much as I have mixed feelings about this episode, I'm doing it anyway. Because one of the things that I've really been believing and creating is... This life of not letting perfectionism get in the way of me showing up as my authentic self. So after I had my third child, there was no snapping back. I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes. In fact, I had so many life challenges. I had lost my mom. We were moving. I was solo parenting for a few months. My husband wasn't there. And it was just a mess. The last thing I wanted to care about was my body or how I looked. As long as I was able to get through the day with all the kids okay and no one in the hospital, I counted that day a success. Now, there were times when I kept showing up, you know, put together because mostly because of my husband (laughs) and my girlfriends, especially Florence. You've heard her on the podcast episode before. And there were some days when I just wanted to avoid anyone asking if something was wrong. So now looking back, I'm glad that my husband and my friends were on my tail about dressing myself up. But frankly, there were some days when I just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't until maybe about three years ago after we had moved 
that I realized that my outward appearance and how I was showing up was a reflection of how I was feeling inside. Something just didn't feel right. Like I was really struggling with sciatica, which gave, just caused so much pain. Most days I was in pain. I didn't want to do anything. But working through that pain and getting coaching, I realized that I was not showing up in my life in the style identity that I wanted to have. There was a part of me that was still waiting to lose a few more pounds because I wasn't happy with the way I looked. And because of that, I wasn't shopping for clothes that really fit. I was still wearing some of my maternity clothes. But since then, of course, I've taken my coaching work deeper and I've learned so much that I'm hoping will inspire and encourage you today if you find yourself in that place too. So in line with our theme of the month, which is all about decluttering, I want to talk about how you two can declutter and redefine your style now rather than wait for something for, you know, a particular goal. Typically, a lot of us have a goal weight that we want to get to or a goal moment. Like maybe your baby is no longer breastfeeding, so then you're going to invest in a new top or the right kind of bra or we wait for when the baby is sleeping through the night. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to wait for that magical moment to start dressing and styling yourself like you want. You can start now, do the little you can, because it'll save you so much time and effort and just in the way you show up daily, I promise. So before I head in, I want to share three lies that a lot of us believe and I want to help you critically assess them. And then I'll share how you can declutter and redefine your style in motherhood. The first lie is, it doesn't matter. I'm just a mom. So we tell ourselves that. So if this is you, I want you to do this simple exercise with me. Think about the last time you felt really great. You felt like you were rocking your life as a mom. Now go back to that moment and think about what you were wearing. How did you look? How did you feel? What kinds of things were you able to create? How did people treat you? Okay, save that mental picture. Now, think about the last time you felt like a hot mess. What were you wearing? How did you look? How did people treat you? And how did you feel? I think it goes without saying that this work matters. You're not just a mom. You are a leader. You are a negotiator. You are a businesswoman. You are a woman of power, raising future, very important people. You are the CEO of your life and how you style yourself absolutely matters. It might not matter to you, but it does matter for you. So you're not just a mom. This matters. The second lie is when we tell ourselves it takes too much time. Listen. This is a thought that you believe because you've thrown in the towel on yourself already. How do I know? Because that's what I do. Every client who has ever told me that dressing stylishly takes too much time has had this belief that it's not important. And because it's not important, to them it takes too much time. So they don't even want to bother. I used to think the same way too. So this is another exercise for you just for fun. Why don't you go ahead and time yourself and see if it's really true that it takes too much time? And what is too much time anyway? Who gets to decide what is too much or not enough time? Another thing that happens with thinking it takes too much time is because a lot of us have closets that are filled with clothes that we don't even wear. 
most of them are not serving us in the season of life that we are in. And we're going to talk about how to declutter that in a bit. But if your closet is full of clothes that no longer serve you, you don't wear them, it's time to reconsider those things. Because guess what? You're setting yourself up for defeat even before you go on with the rest of your day. Just opening your closet and having so many questions about what do I wear? Or this doesn't fit. Oh, this is not right for this season. That's already enough mental load and stress and your brain just wants to shut down. And that's why you just throw up your hands in the air and say, I have nothing to wear. I know we've all done this, but I want you to really start paying attention when you say it takes too much time. Now, the third lie is no one will see me. This one used to be mine. And this was always what I would say, like, nobody's going to see me. So I just dressed without putting any thought into it. Yet, whenever I knew someone was coming over or maybe we were going to go somewhere or someone was going to take a photo, I actually put effort into how I showed up. I know you know this. The thing is, I realized that this was me actually caring more about other people's opinions of me more than I did mine. And to me, that was a big wake-up call. It was more like I just ignored what I thought about myself. So, if you're one of those people who's thinking no one's going to see you, remember that you're with yourself all day. And imagine not liking who you're with all day. It doesn't set you up for success. Now, it doesn't matter which lie resonates best with you. I'm sure many of us can relate to those. You have to remember that it can be changed. These are just thoughts that we've been thinking for a long time that we think they're actually facts and they're not. And I'm going to show you how to change that. So first of all, like everything I do on this podcast and in my coaching, this process starts with just awareness. I've given you a few lies that we've believed. Maybe you believe them too. Over the next week or so, just take the time to observe what you're wearing by looking at yourself. Now, I want you to take it a step further and document what you're wearing. So look at your clothes. What are you wearing? How are you pairing them? What are the accessories that you're using? What thoughts do you have about yourself? And how do you feel whenever you see yourself? Don't just think them in your head. I need you to write them down or you can record yourself using a talk to text function on your phone so that you can actually see the string of words the sentences that you're saying in your head. Now, this process does a few things. One being, you get into the habit of looking at yourself in the mirror, which a lot of us don't do. And then that's typically when we wake up one day and we don't even realize that this is the way we look. But if you're actually paying attention and seeing yourself every day, it'll be easy for you to look and say, oh, today I don't look very bright and vibrant as I usually do. My eyes look a little bit droopy. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep. And that's your wake-up call to do something. It's not just so much about your body and the shape or the size. Now, this is also helpful because we're bombarded with images of what we should look like every day. And sometimes we forget what a real human body should, a real human body looks like. So start with your own real human body and get used to looking at her. The second thing this process does is that it actually helps you become mindful of how your style may be impacting your days without you even realizing it. 
You ever had one of those days where you just wake up in a good mood until you go to your closet, you just want to quickly grab a t-shirt, put on and run to the store, but then everything is too tight. And right away, you start thinking about how nothing fits. All of a sudden, your brain starts to tell you all the ways you're failing since you can't even snap back. And next thing you know, you're struggling with indecision, trying to fight your negative emotions. Then it's 15 minutes later, and now you're late. True story. But this is how things quickly spiral out of control when we're not paying attention. If you're not conscious, you might find something else to blame or someone else. Maybe your husband or your kids. Meanwhile, it's your thoughts about your clothes and your body that actually started this spiral and this is such an important thing to pay attention to because when you realize how so little of your reactions throughout the day are actually attached to people and they're more happening in your mind it'll help you become more powerful because you can actually choose how you want to respond when things happen so for this process i recommend doing this over a week just so you have enough data to evaluate and build your redefining process on. Now the next step, we're going to do an assessment. So you're gonna review all the information you've collected about yourself. What can you tell about how your style impacts your life? How often did you have positive thoughts about yourself over the week when you were observing yourself? What about the negative thoughts? Did those thoughts impact your day? If so, in what ways? Write them all down. Think about them, all the positives and all the negatives. And this is the part of this work that gets my research and evaluator brain excited because you're actually using evidence from your own life to draw conclusions for the next step that you're going to take when it comes to your style. And this is really important because a lot of us do things because we make statements like, oh, well, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? But are you really supposed to do that? When it comes to your style, now you're building evidence. You can use this to decide how you want to dress yourself. You don't have to wait for some magazine or some guru to tell you how you should dress because you already know. Now that you have your evidence, you want to set the intention for your style. And this is all about assigning some feeling words to guide you. Think about how you want to feel in your clothes throughout the day. Maybe you want to feel chic. Maybe you want to feel confident, sophisticated, classy, fun, cheeky, whatever comes to mind. For me, I have different feelings for different days (laughs) and occasions. Like when I'm home, I love to feel relaxed and comfortable, which is why you'll hardly ever find me wearing denim unless there's shorts at home. I just find denim too structured and it doesn't make me feel relaxed and comfortable now for my nine to five or maybe when i'm going to church i like to feel a little bit more sophisticated and dressed up so i tend to wear dress up shirts blazers suits sometimes i might wear dresses i rarely wear jeans and when i do i'll either dress them up with a top or a nice pair of shoes another thing you want to think about is the quality of the fabric So for me, I have really sensitive skin, so you'll never catch me in wool, cashmere, or anything with prickly tags or lining. My skin just cannot deal with those things, so I don't bother with any type of clothes that are like that. I might try them on, 
But most times I end up just like scratching and feeling really uncomfortable. So I don't. So you take the time, think about your own life and what works for you and your lifestyle. Now I want to say here, because I've heard people say this about moms being shamed for wearing sweats. And for me, I don't subscribe to that. I mean, sweats are really comfortable, especially if you find a really good pair. All I would say when it comes to your dressing is as long as it's something that you're choosing with intention, it doesn't matter what other people have an opinion about. But as long as you are confident in your mind, you do you and let them do them too. It all starts with your mind. So let's recap. We've done our awareness. We've done an assessment. Now we've set the intention with how we want to feel. So next you're going to take everything out of your closet and then you're going to put them through a simple test. I recommend putting aside enough time to go through this process and asking yourself these three questions. Number one, does wearing this outfit produce my desired feeling? So when you've already set the intention of how you want to feel, this process should go a little bit smoother for you. The next question you want to ask yourself is, does this item fit my now body? We're always dressing for our body now, not 10 pounds later or not the body we had before. We're dressing for today. Even though we might have a goal and think about the woman who we want to become, we still need to take care of who we are right now. So don't forget. And then the final question, which is probably my favorite, is if I had to do it again, would I buy this item? I think about the times when I just bought things because either they were on sale or I thought, you know, it's cheap enough, I can always change it. And then I don't end up wearing them. And I feel so bad, then I don't throw them out because I feel like I'm wasting money. So this question always helps me. And when I just think about it, I think, you know what? I'm never going to buy it again. Usually I'll just donate it to Goodwill or um, the Salvation Army because it's still good and someone else can wear it. It's just not something that gives me the feeling that I'm looking for. Now, I want you to notice that all these questions are coming back to you and what you want. And I want to put a caveat here. If you're struggling with your body image, I would recommend that you really plan for this. Remember to be gentle with yourself through this process. Because trust me, it can bring up a lot of things for you. Take a break. Practice compassion and acceptance for yourself. And if you feel like you're getting stressed out about it, put it aside. You don't have to do it. For me, when I'm working with clients, we work through some prep work to prepare their minds and what they need to do, the thoughts they need to be thinking, the feelings they need to be producing before they even get to this stage. So I really recommend that you be gentle and kind with yourself. Now let's talk about the big question, which is usually, well, where do I start from? Start where you feel most comfortable. Your lifestyle the way you choose to dress, where you live, these are all factors that you need to consider. For me, I have a seasonal closet because of where we live, so I declutter my closet at least twice a year. But even before the seasonal decluttering, I usually will go through things like my lingerie drawer and sort them. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just this thing I have. When I was growing up, my dad used to tell us to wear underwear that we wouldn't be ashamed to be caught dead in. Like he would say, what if we were on the road and we had to take our clothes off? 
<laughs> Would you be embarrassed? Don't ask me why. He was just strange like that. But I think about this every time. And I find that it's typically the underwear that I keep changing with all the changes that my body has been through over the past four years. For some people, it might be shirts. Other people, it might be pants. It might be dresses. Do what works for you. And ladies, underwear is really important. I cannot stress this enough. No matter how good the garment is that you're wearing, if your undergarment doesn't fit, if you're always having to pull straps or dig stuff out, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not comfortable. You need to change it. And I'm sure if you're pulling on your underwear, it's definitely not adding or creating that feeling that you want when you're wearing your clothes. I don't have a recommendation of how many items you need to have. This is based totally on your budget and lifestyle. So before I head off, I want to say that if you've been feeling some type of way about your body and clothing, it's okay to feel those feelings. Resisting them or feeling bad for feeling those feelings only makes things worse for you. And trust me, the worst thing that can happen is that you're having a feeling you don't like. But once you learn to process that feeling and just let them come through, you'll feel so much better and just move on with your life. And then the struggle will just keep getting smaller and smaller. So I hope this episode was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. What are your big takeaways from this episode? Is there anything that stood out to you? Is there anything you're going to do differently? Share with me and tag me at Olive and Bliss Wellness on Instagram and Facebook. Remember to be gentle with yourself, my friends. Yes, motherhood is chaotic, but we can still show up in style and feel like the bosses that we are. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next week. And until then, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash foodfreedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.